so addicted to it as humans because we've been deprived of it for so fucking long. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously, periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So I know I said I was going to have one done every Monday, but like it's me, but we're actually really going to try and focus on this because I actually want that to be the case where every Monday a new podcast comes out. And also let's just be realistic that sometimes that's just not going to happen because it's Monica, but I really am trying. So today we are going to talk, I'm literally trying to find the fucking topic. <laughs> I wrote it down somewhere. I'm like, what's the topic for today that I'm talking about? Um, I do actually, before I jump into that, I do want to say that if you haven't signed up to join the masterclass tomorrow, it's a free masterclass all about jelly. Can you be quiet, please? It's a free masterclass all about how to um, decode your period so you know what your period problem is to then fix. Um, And then also busting the myths that we are fed by social media when it comes to like our cycle. Hey, Sarah, do you mind taking Jelly's collar off? Because the racketing is kind of annoying. Okay, so today we are talking about... COVID fatigue. (laughs) Still trying to find it. We're talking about um, COVID fatigue from socializing too much is what we're talking about. So if you haven't joined the masterclass, the link's below, join that on Wednesday. It's free. Um, And it's going to, especially when it comes to the decoding bit, that's going to give you like that first thing to be looking at when you join your perfect period. If you would like to take that next step and join your perfect period as the, um, as the program is now open for enrollment and um, I'm going to be doing a live Q&A for everyone in there uh, in month two. It is self-paced, got everything that you need. It's was It was recorded last time live um, and it's six hours of content about your period and like last time the ladies and there were like, holy fuck, I have n- – why did nobody teach me this? Like the information is just – it's going to blow your mind and it's going to make you feel so empowered in your body. And it's actually going to make you feel so good in your body because just all these permission pieces. And when you understand your body, you really take away a lot of that body shame that you have. Um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about, um, uh, post COVID fatigue from socializing too much. Now, some of you guys might've heard, and I actually wrote a, uh, some of you guys might've heard me talk about, COVID fatigue, um, last year during lockdown, um, and how a lot of people had COVID fatigue from like, um, decision-making from being homesick from the unknown. It was really taxing on our adrenals. And now what's happening is a lot of us are going to get, or have started to get, uh, post COVID fatigue from socializing too much. Now it depends where in the world that you are. Australia, you guys have just been fucking fine. Um, pretty much. I'm not saying everybody because there has been still stress of like when you can leave and all that kind of stuff. So you guys had a little bit of the stress. Some of my clients had a little bit of the stress, um, 
around that COVID fatigue, um, but you guys haven't been impacted very heavily. So this won't really apply to you as much, but it still could in terms of like travel fatigue, um, like you going a bit too OTT when you can travel again. So this is still worth listening to. For any of you that are in the UK, Europe, Canada, and America, Canada is still fucked. So we're just going to leave them to the side. Uh, and in America, um, we are all coming out of co- uh, lockdowns and I really hope that you are too, Canada. Um, but like the United States, they never really were in that much of a hectic lockdown. Let's be real. It's been pretty chill. Um, for me, obviously I've gone from last year being in a really strict lockdown and being a fucking hermit to now being in New York, the city that never sleeps. And that's pretty fucking accurate for my life lately. Um, and I've come back and it's just been crazy with socializing and I've loved every minute of it. And I'm still loving every minute of it. And um, I'm also living in a hotel. So it's been kind of an ungrounding experience also. Um, you're not very grounded in a hotel because it's not your own space. It doesn't feel like you don't want to, I don't want to hang out here during the day, um, like on a weekend. It's not a chill out kind of space where it's like, oh, I'd love a day to myself to just like hang out. You're in a fucking like I mean, yes, I have a suite, so it's got like a sofa area, but it's still nothing like big and it's not yours. It's not your space, right? So um, what is going to happen? And I wrote about this in this month's um, unedited magazine that the link to that will also be in the description. I wrote about it in there of this post-COVID fatigue and that what's I'm, what I'm sure is going to happen and it's already happening to me. Um, so I'm nipping it in the bud before it gets bad is that we've all gone from being a hermit and so our nervous systems have gotten used to not socializing, to doing nothing of an evening, to doing nothing on the weekends, to living a very, very relaxed life when it comes to socializing. We have gotten used to not much stimulation, as in we're getting, some of you are still getting stimulated heavily, but you know, compared to my usual life before COVID, during COVID, I became very sensitive to stimulation. Um, I became sensitive to like, you know, really, really loud movies or like, you know, the TV being up too loud, loud music. Um, I've never been a sensitive person around too many people. I am an empath, but I'm very good at protecting my energy. And I've never found it really draining to be around a lot of people because I'm actually an extrovert. So I get my energy off other people. I think sometimes people perceive that an extrovert means that like you never want to spend time by yourself and that you always want to be around people. That's not what an extrovert means. An extrovert is someone who gets their energy off being around other people. That is me. I also love my alone time. That doesn't make me an introverted extrovert. That makes me an extrovert that's not fucked and that actually enjoys my alone time. If you don't like your alone time, it's because generally you hate like listening to your own thoughts. You got bad shit coming up. It's FOMO. It's whatever other stuff coming up, right? It's, it's not actually about an extrovert introvert thing. Anyway. So, um, but then coming to New York, it's like, you know, on the weekends, if I walk around Soho, Oh my God. After about 10 minutes, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm tapped out because there are so many fucking people and I find it too much for my nervous system. Um, you know, I've gone from like barely socializing, right? Like maybe on the weekends, I maybe like had dinner with a friend in London. You'd have to like go to their house or whatever because of the lockdown situation. And yes, um, as you guys knew, I had an amazing ski trip in Switzerland, um, but we were only able to not be in lockdown for about a week and then they shut Zermatt down. So it was just then the two of us like hanging out and and he did have, um, like James did have a friend that came and whatever, but even still it was 
like nothing very stimulating. Um, the alcohol was fucking stimulating, but that was about it. It was still very chill, right? It was very, very chill. Then I obviously went to Colorado, which again, wasn't very stimulating because, uh, in terms of like people and socializing, um, I did know people in Colorado, but it wasn't anything hectic, right? I would ski during the day and I would work in the afternoon and tell you what, after those two, that combination, there was no way in hell I was doing anything at the end of those days going out for dinner X, Y, and Z because I had nothing left in the tank. When I got to Aspen, there, it was more, uh, socializing because I knew a lot more people there which was really nice. But when I was socializing, when I was skiing, it was actually socializing and skiing at the same time. Then when it came to, then obviously I came to New York and it's a completely different book, right? It's a completely different situation. I've come to New York and, um, and there are people always around. I'm, I'm basically out majority of the time, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Today's Tuesday. I'm out tonight. And then I no doubt it will be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday situation. Maybe I'm going to maybe see if it's not Friday this time because I'm just like, I need to like just be aware of myself, but it's pretty much you're out every, you're out most nights. Um, you know, I'm out like four times a week as a minimum. Um, and if I'm not out of an evening, I'm out during the day around a bunch of people running errands. I'm in the city. I'm having coffee with friends or like running into people on the street, um, or like having breakfast with someone. Um, and then, uh, and like still you're on a bunch of meetings and X, Y, and Z. It's a lot of stimulus with being in New York. And then, um, what was I going to say? And the drinking, you don't realize in New York, like the culture is just, there's so much alcohol weight into the culture. And I choose to drink. It's not saying there's no peer pressure to it. You can also be in New York and not drink, but like it's, I will say after a long, busy New York day, I, it's no surprise that every single person here has a fucking bar cart as in their apartment. And it was the first thing they set up when they moved in because the, the, stimulus of New York on a nervous system means that you really need to relax when you get home. And for a lot of people, they don't know how to really switch off and relax their nervous system, but wine does it for them. So they'll have a glass of wine. And it's also just part of the vibe, right? You're out on a beautiful spring night. You just want a glass of rosé. Like who can blame you or a good margarita? I, I mean, I do it, whatever. Point being though, is that you really, I want you all to start being aware of this right now, because what's going to happen is that you have gone from having no socializing and no, um, real stimulus in your life in 2020. And now you want to go guns blazing for a slutty summer. And let me tell you, it's going to start as a slutty summer and it's going to end as a messy fucking winter where you are in hibernation mode because you are burnt out as fuck and you can't get out of bed. And you're not going to be burnt out from work. You're going to be burnt out from socializing. I FaceTimed my mom on the weekend on like Sunday before I went to a rooftop party. And then I went out for dinner after that. And she was like, you look so tired. I was like, thanks, mom. And it was like, I'm not tired from work, right? I'm tired from socializing, but it's a good kind of tired. Now, what what's really important that you guys understand is that this is like Christmas on steroids. So for any of my clients that are in your perfect period, and if you're not, this is a reason to join because in there, I actually tell you what you need to be doing during these times, like supplements to be taking, things to be doing to counteract the effects of like a lot of drinking, a lot of socializing. This post-COVID time is gonna be like, Christmas on steroids, where it's like parties every weekend, you're out for dinner all the time, you're drinking way more than you've normally been drinking, especially during 2020. For a lot of us, we like didn't really drink that much because we were at home or you know, the opposite, you drink a lot. Um, 
And it's just go, 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 go. And your social calendar is so full. And I want to say, you're also going to notice that you're battling mentally with the rise and then the fall of serotonin. So when you go out with your friends, so we've all been deprived of serotonin and dopamine oxytocin in 2020, right? A lot of us have been. So when you go out with your girlfriends, that is a huge surge of serotonin and dopamine, right? Which are those like happy hormones. And then after this huge surge, you have a, what feels like a fucking huge drop off of that serotonin and dopamine. And you have that low after the high. And I want you guys to just be really aware of your brain during this time because you may dip into almost what feels like a bit of depression or anxiety and like you're creating problems out of nothing. You're feeling like, oh my God, I'm so alone. I don't have a social life. And it's not that that's actually the case. It's actually that your brain hasn't felt that high for so fucking long that we are going to get so addicted to it as humans because we've been deprived of it for so fucking long. It's the classic case when you deprive yourself of a food and then you start eating again, you binge eat because you've been deprived of that food for so long. And then when you, when you tell yourself, nope, can't eat it, can't eat it, you want it more. And it's because you've been deprived of it for so long. And it's like, and your brain is like, when am I going to get this again? Hunt it out to get that feeling again. It's, I mean, it's, we know that like dopamine oxytocin is, is as addictive as, you know, being on crack. It's, it's, it's an addiction. It is a release of a chemical in your brain that is fucking addictive. So for a lot of you, what will happen? And and I want to say also, if you are dating and then you've got also wrapped up in their oxytocin from having sex or from making out with a dude, whatever it is, um, or a chick, if you're a guy listening or if you're um, gay, then what's going to happen is that you're going to have this massive flood of oxytocin in there as well, which is going to make you so hooked on to that person And you're going to become what feels like addicted to them. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening after like one fucking date? And it's because you've been deprived of it for so fucking long. So what I would recommend for your brain during this time, if you are struggling with this and maybe like just make a note of like this episode that you need to listen to when things open up again in your city or when you, when you feel this and make a note of this time slot so you can come back to this direct point. If you are feeling like this massive drop after the high, what's actually a good idea is that you space out your social calendar. So you maybe don't do something on a Friday, but you do something or you do something on like a Friday and Saturday, and then you'll do something on like Tuesday and maybe like Wednesday or Thursday. Because what that will do is then you'll only feel like, oh, I've just got tonight alone and then I'm seeing friends tomorrow night. And it will make you feel like you are not alone, which is just really important in just helping to manage your brain chemicals during a weird fucking time. Hi, Jelly. Oh, he's come to record the podcast. What would you like to say to people? Woof, woof, I agree. He loves his social time. And then when he doesn't get it, he gets cranky. So even he's having it. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to say to you guys. Um, just understanding your brain on serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin. It's really fucking addictive and your brain's going to hunt out you wanting more. Now, 
Whether you're having good stress or bad stress in your life, bad stress from work can cause burnout, as you guys know, but good stress can also cause burnout. And the reason why I say this is because um, what happens with good stress is that you often don't recognize it as stress and you often don't recognize it as exhaustion because you're like, but I'm happy, I'm loving life but it's still stressful on your body. Like when I'm doing my events in person, by the way, if you haven't booked a Tulum ticket, there's like a few left. So I would get on that ship and I'm not really promoting it very heavily right now, but it's going through like a little bit of a quiet phase because those people that are meant to be in there, I'm like, your like your space is there and I'm not going to push it on anybody because the ones that are meant to be there, you know, in your heart and me saying this has made you go on a little bit in your stomach. Jelly's head just tilted. He's going to be there too. Jelly will be there. So when I'm doing my Tulum immersion, if I'm, when I'm doing like a New York event, whatever the, whatever the event is, I get burnt out afterwards because even though I'm having so much fun for those three days, like so much fun, my body for three days straight is releasing cortisol. Um, and it's just like when you are going on a roller coaster ride and it's so much fun, your body's releasing cortisol because it's still a stress on your body. When you're doing a workout and you're like, this is so much fun, your body is still releasing cortisol. So if you are constantly in this state of extreme excitement, which is a great thing because you're also having the serotonin being released, which is a good thing, your body is still going to get exhausted from you overdoing it, especially when it is not used to it. So if you are going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're doing hit exercise, you're running around New York City and you are drinking coffee, not eating very well and not sleeping very well, like or not sleeping through the night or not sleeping for eight hours a night or whatever it is, is a great case for some fucking burnout. Now, we're all going to like just slip our health habits on the backside, I'm assuming, um, once we all like have get into our slutty summers because our slutty summers are going to feel more important than sleeping 10 hours because we've had all 2020 to fucking do that, right? You're going to, you're going to forget about taking your supplements. And then all of a sudden, two, three months down the track, you're going to have a period from hell. And you're going to understand, you're not going to understand why, or your skin's going to break out, or your hair's going to start falling out again, or you're going to get cramps, you're going to get bloated, or you're going to have a gut health issue. And you're not going to understand why. And the why is because you're stressed without realizing it because you're having fun. And this took me a very long time to actually get my head around, but now I see it. I see it because I am having so much fun in New York. And on Saturday night and Sunday night, I slept 11 hours, 11. I haven't done that since God knows when. And like straight through 11 fucking hours, like ridiculous. Anyway. Um, and that told me, wow, my body is tired. And for a lot of you, you got to, you also noticed that your skin was breaking out in ways that it never had before during like 2020. And that was because subconsciously you were stressed. Well, you guys will notice that will also happen where even when you're really, really happy because your body is tired and getting a little bit burnt out because we're now going to start to all of a sudden try and juggle working, commuting, traveling, partying, 
over socializing and none of us are going to want to spend a fucking second more than we have to at home because we're all going to be running around with this idea of like, I did that all of last year. I never want to be at home again, X, Y, Z, but that's not any idea of like healthy dancing between socializing and recharging, right? And it's, it's just going to end up badly. So what you want to do now is still cultivate a healthy relationship with you being able to have time alone at home, with you inviting friends over for a chill night in. A lot of you are going to start to experience like FOMO of not going out because you have been deprived of it for so long. And instead of being like, oh, I should be going out. I stayed at home all last year, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, that's what's going to start going through our heads. You actually are going to need to be really mindful of that and change that to seeing how good, how glad you are that you are staying at home or having chill nights in with friends sometimes or actually being like, you know what? I need a self-care night. And those boundaries those are boundaries that you need to hold for yourself towards yourselves. It's that inner masculine being like, no, 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 I need a night to me. I need a me night. And that's really fucking important. So for those of you that don't know, when you are really stressed and your body's releasing a pile of cortisol, what then happens is it affects your gut health, but it also affects your brain's communication pathways to your ovaries. And that is what affects your period. It can affect your circulation, which can affect things like blood clots and cramps and having like spotting or brown blood. That's what can affect it. It can affect your period being late or coming early. It can cause you to have really bad PMS because it reduces your progesterone levels. Cortisol blunts your progesterone, which isn't a good thing. You want lots of progesterone because having lots of progesterone means you're going to have a really beautiful luteal phase, which is that week before your period. Um, And if you have got low progesterone, you'll have things like sore boobs, headaches, cramps, bloating, period pain, all that fun, not fun stuff. Um, and you obviously don't want that because that's also going to make you feel like fuck being a woman. I now can't socialize because my cramps are out of control. So for everybody, it's actually about how can we manage our health and also enjoy this slutty summer as it's going to be cold in New York city. It's articles have been written about this (laughs) shit, you know? Um, so for women and also for men, but ignore the cycle stuff. Sleep is really important and not overdoing it on the exercise. That's one of the most common things I see in men and women. So for men, overdoing your exercise will actually cause you to have low testosterone, which isn't a good thing. And overdoing your exercise for women will actually cause you to have low progesterone because your cortisol is going to be really high. And it will also throw out your estrogen levels. It may make you have high estrogen or it can make you have low estrogen. Um, low estrogen are going to look like things like missing period, um, your skin not having that natural glow that it normally has, your libido plummeting, and the low progesterone is going to be all the things that I mentioned before. So if you are having a stressful week, if I'm having a stressful week, I don't go and then do HIT um, by any means. I will do a slow Pilates burn where my muscles are still burning my ass off and I can't walk the next day but my adrenals aren't feeling like, oh my God, we're dying. I need to pump out a pile of cortisol. 
I sometimes joke about this, but it's fucking serious in that sometimes your nap can be a sleep in. Sorry. Sometimes your exercise can be a sleep in or a nap because if your cortisol is high and then you go into a workout and you boost your cortisol even more, that isn't giving, getting you the results that you want. And, but instead, if you had some sleep or did some breath work or went for a stroll in nature, that's actually going to do wonders for your body. Oh, Jelly wants to play ball. Um, other things that are also really important is sleep. So we are cyclical human beings, which means that our bodies thrive off living in a cycle, men and women. So going to bed at the same time every night, waking up at the same time, having your meals around the same time, exercising at the same time, they're all really important things for our bodies to feel safe and therefore function properly. So maybe making a little pack with your partner or with yourself that you're actually going to make sure that you go to bed at this time every night, whether it's like you need to push it back a little bit, whether it's like 11 o'clock, whether it's 11.30 and making sure that you get up at the same time every day and maybe having some naps in between when you need to, just those 20 minute naps so you don't fall into that deep REM sleep. Sleep is really fucking important. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Vitex. Um, don't automatically take Vitex if you're a woman, um, because you're like, oh, I don't want my progesterone to go low because you may not actually need it. And that's a supplement that you don't want to start like ODing on. Like you don't really want to be taking it more than three to six months at a time. So if you need that based on your perfect period, then you can obviously, but otherwise don't stress about it too much. The bottom line is that that the root cause of your stress is not going to be fixed by a supplement anyway. The supplements are there to support your body whilst you're fixing the root cause. So it's really about what is the root cause of the stress and of the hormonal imbalance and how can I fix that? Um, so some other examples that I am doing to make sure that my body doesn't get too stressed and freak out with all the socializing is if I don't need a drink, I'm not drinking, or if I don't want to drink, I'm not drinking. Um, if I'm out with a friend for dinner, like tonight, I'm not going to drink because it's just like me and a girlfriend, like I don't really need to. Um, if I'm out with friends and I will, if I'm on a date, then I will. That's a different story. Um, if I'm with like new friends or if I run into people or whatever, and they're having a drink and it's a Friday night, then I'll have a drink. I try not to really drink during the week. Um, other things also is like, I make sure that I'm pretty much going to really nice, clean restaurants. So I'm not pumping my body full of like any, any extra inflammatories like vegetable oil. That's something you want to avoid. I'm having lots of bone broth from my favorite place, Springbone, um, as well to support my liver and my gut health and my skin and collagen production and just my body feeling like we're getting all the nutrients that it needs. I'm obviously, I, I, I kind of like stopped taking my supplements for a while. I didn't really need them. Um, whilst I was in Tulum and whilst I was skiing, I was taking a few for stress because obviously some of you guys might not know I'm a pretty fucked skier as in like quite, um, like confident and, um, competent. Like I do the double blacks and I like to, you know, go a bit crazy. Um, and that's obviously a lot for my body. So I was making sure that I was supporting my body during, uh, through that way. And then I kind of stopped for a bit, but I've gotten back on my being kind of strict in a good way with my supplements and my adaptogens to support my body. And then also I'm waiting to, oh, I'm waiting to move into my apartment, but that will be my oasis. And it's going to be really important that I honor my nights that where I'm alone and I'm not always zoning out on Netflix. That's also important, but I'm also just, you know, having baths, taking a long shower, going to bed early, doing my breath work, all that kind of stuff that's supportive of your body when it, when it needs to be regenerated and restored. And 
being really conscious and having a lot of fun when I'm out. So some of you might have noticed that I haven't been on my Instagram stories as much because I've been trying this new thing where I am hella fucking present with my life. So when I'm going out for dinners, when I'm having nights out, when I'm meeting new people, whatever it is, I'm not putting it on my Instagram. I'm not even taking pictures most of the time because I am on my phone and on technology so much that I do not want to pull my phone out when I am with somebody. Like I really don't. And I've become so aware of how phones can affect intimacy and how it can affect you know, just the time that you're spending with that person. Um, and so I'm very good about keeping mine in my bag, like really good about, I don't fucking pull it out. Um, so that has meant that I have really enjoyed my time out and that no part of it is for a look on Instagram. No part of it is like showing people, Oh, I'm out on a Saturday. It's like, nobody needs to know because I've got nothing to prove. I'm out on a Saturday or if I'm not, I don't give a fuck. I'm enjoying myself. And the bottom line of this is because yes, my, my like outings and my life is also there to sell and for the vibe and to get clients. And so people go like, wow, I really want to be in Monica's energy because I love the life that she's living. And I also want to say to that, for anyone that's a business owner, that's kind of wondering how you balance the two between like having that vibe and also like wanting to be really present is that the energy that I get and like the energy up level that I get from like these experiences, my soul clients, they know that they, you can tell in my energy, you don't need to see proof of it on my Instagram. So like even for example, I've made so many friends on the street in New York. I need to do like a follow up to my um to my Instagram story about to my sorry to my podcast about making new friends. But literally like jelly is the answer. Um, but I just have, I make a lot of friends very randomly anyway. And um, I was like out with one of them the other weekend, and I was thinking about this, and I was talking to him about it, and um because he's like kind of into a bit of this stuff and like not as much as me, but like he's, you know, he's intrigued in all of it and whatever. Anyway, and we were both saying about like the presence thing and how he used to live quite a um, cool life, like, you know, beforehand, uh, like not beforehand. He um, grew up accustomed to a lifestyle um, in terms of like being in the media and X, Y, and Z and, um, and how much that influenced him. And it's really interesting when you, when you think about it, how we are like programmed where if we're not showing it, it didn't happen. Or if we're not showing it, it's like, we're not really experiencing it for some reason. It's like, oh, if I take a picture of it, it really happened. But if I didn't take a picture of it, it didn't really happen. And it's like, we throw it around like a joke, but it's actually, like something that's actually changing in our brain and it's affecting our mental health. It affects our ability to go out and just have fun because it's no longer just about fun. It's also about how does it look to other people? And that diminishes your ability to really enjoy the present moment and to really be present with your life. Cause it's like, everything's a fucking race. Everything's like, what's the next step? Where is this going? Blah, blah, rather than actually being able to enjoy it. It, it now becomes, if you post about it, it becomes a situation of like, Ooh, who were you with? What did you do? Like, and if, if you were like on a date, Oh my God, how was it? Uh, and it just becomes this, like, it's like you put 
too much. It's like you actually become, you know what it is? It's actually a scarcity energy. It's actually scarcity energy where it's like, you got to prove, you got to talk about it. You got to show it. But if you're in abundance, like, why do you have to show it? Why do you have to make a big deal about it? It's kind of like the energy of like, when you're really in a high level of abundance, you can just walk into David Yemen and buy yourself a $3,000 pair of earrings and then be like, you know, nothing. It'd be like nothing. Just like the end. Like you just go continue on with your day. Like it's not a big deal. And you don't even necessarily need to celebrate it like crazy because it's like, well, that's the fucking norm. And when you make that your norm, that's then in your energy field and it no longer becomes a big deal because often what happens is when you make things a big deal, they feel like they're not in reach with you. They feel like they are too far away from you that they're, that they're like, you know, not on your level X, Y, and Z. But when you make it not a big deal, it's like, oh, easy done. So when you make making friends, not a big deal, it's like you make people on the fucking street. Like literally I've picked people up off the street or they pick me up off the street. Um, whether it's like you, um, just enjoy the night. You don't have to post about it. And then it's just like, you actually get to be fucking present with the night, whether it's that you don't make it, you, you stop reacting to things and instead you respond to things. It's really about not making things a big fucking deal. And then life gets easier and better because you're not in scarcity about anything. You're not stressing yourself over anything. And half the time with people's fucking stress levels, it's because their reaction to things is like, just not needed as well. Like, and the reaction is actually what caused all that cortisol release rather than staying chill about things. So for any of you that need to be social, go out and be fucking social and then look after yourself the next day. Really know your signs of when you're starting to burn out. So my signs starting to burn out is a sore throat and my skin breaking out. If I, if I wake up with a sore throat, which I did on the weekend, I'm like, Oh my God, chill the fuck out. That is like your sign of like, you're about to get fucking laryngitis, Monica, <laughs> because my body knows that the only way that I slow down is if I can't talk. So I always will have a throat thing. Um, it's never about throat chakra thing. It's never about like, um, it's never about, Oh, I'm not speaking my truth. It's actually about, I speak too much. So shut the fuck up. And if we, if my body can't talk, then I will lay in bed and I will cancel my clients. Um, like I'll postpone them. So know your sign of what, of when your body is starting to tell you "Mm, we're getting really tired. So that can be period issues. It could be hair falling out. It could be a throat thing. It could be your skin breaking out. It could be you not able to fall asleep. It could be some random fucking anxiety coming up. It could be bloating. It could be like sore knees or inflammation in your body. Know those fucking signs and nip them in the bud before they get worse. So many people procrastinate this and they self-sabotage because they don't nip it in the bud. They think that they're some, no, actually their fucking ego gets in the way and they think, oh, I can just crush this with some like, you know, just take a few supplements and I'll be good to go. And it's like, yeah, take the supplements and don't drink the alcohol and stay out till 3 a.m. just for that one night. Because if you just slow down for one night, you'd be fine again the next day. It's when you are pushing through the signs of please, please, please slow down that your body is telling you that's when the issue will then arise. Anyway, so I want to bring this attention to you guys about the post-COVID adrenal fatigue. I feel like that's just like something people might not be aware of because everyone's going to be so happy and then they're going to be like, why am I burnt out? And they're not going to realize why. So last reminder, um, please... Uh, pop your email details into the link below so you can get the Zoom link and the Zoom recording for the masterclass. And then um, I would invite you all to also look at joining your perfect period because I will guarantee you it will change your fucking life and you will learn and you will have this knowledge forever to refer back to whenever your, you know, any new little hormonal issues are popping up. And 
you'll have so much power to pass over to your um, godchildren, to your own children, to your sister, whatever it is. Like this is powerful information. And I remember after call one, when I was doing the last round, the girls were just like, oh my God, this this first call was worth like a million dollars because I never knew this stuff. And now everything makes so much sense. Often the first emotion people feel is anger of why did nobody teach me this? Because I've had clients that are like 40 years old, go through their whole entire life without understanding their cycle or without understanding what their hormones are telling them and and how to support themselves. And this is power to yourself because you won't need to go and see a doctor or a naturopath or whatever every time a little hiccup comes up because you're going to know what your body's telling you. Anyway, all the details are in the description below. So you can like click it. Uh, I think that's everything that I had to tell you. And if you haven't read the magazine for this month, I would also go read that because I also am talking about the post-COVID adrenal, the post-COVID adrenal fatigue that I feel like a lot of people are burnout, whatever you want to call it, that a lot of people might have. And yeah, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Oh, and if you haven't left a review for the podcast, I'd be very, very grateful if you could. I really appreciate it for all of you that have left a review and those of you that also um, screenshot the podcast and put it on your Instagram story, that goes a long way. Even if you have like 50 followers, if three of them pick it up and I've changed three more women's lives or three more men's lives, then that's amazing. Um, also, don't forget to be watching my Instagram stories because I'm leaving a lot more boxes up about what you guys want me to talk about so that I can be answering more of your questions on the podcast as well. Thank you.